I'm Jimmy Lewis. I'm Trevor Hunter. And we're with Dirt Bike Test, and today we are talking about the 2021 Honda Sierra 450R. This is a really anticipated bike. It's kind of Honda's big news in the dirt bike world for this year, and we got to ride it at a one-day riding impression at Glen Helen Raceway. And we're taking the bike home, so we'll definitely have more information, but uh, this is our first riding impression. So, uh, Trevor, what's new on the bike? Uh, I think it's easier to talk about what isn't new. Um, they made significant changes to the to the frame and the chassis. Um, I think they made some suspension refinements and even some suspension like, changes. And then they also made some changes to the engine as it's, well. It's like all new. The cylinder head yeah. is the big change on the engine, but I think in reality the hydraulic clutch yes. is the biggest change. They say the cases are kind of the same. I know one side is the same. The other side is has all the adaptation for the hydraulic clutch. Um, the Really, they've done a ton of work on the mapping, and we'll get into it in detail when we go through all of our sections. So right off the bat, um, we like to start with uh, power, and um, I have never been disappointed by Honda Power. It's usually plentiful. Yes. may not always be the most or whatever, but lately it seems like it is the at least close to being the king of horsepower, it's certainly in certain segments of the power. Um, and the old bike was a little bit of a beast sometimes. Yeah. Like too powerful. And you're a 250 guy, so it was worse for you. Yeah. I uh, To me, the Honda was the fastest bike and also the hardest to ride bike because of the power was so just aggressive and violent and just not, wasn't super smooth um, on the old platform. And what it does, and this is interesting to talk about, is the old bike, especially after riding the new one, and I got a chance to ride an old one, which, by the way, Honda is selling the, the re-release in the 2020. So if you want to save about 1000 bucks, you can buy the 2020. But I'll tell you straight up, spend the extra 1000 bucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, worth it. You know, unless you're not too picky and you just want a really powerful bike, uh, the old one's just fine. But what the old one does is it has these humps in the power. There's, It's, it's like the, the power delivery doesn't seem to be... It's smooth, but the new bike is really, really smooth. Yeah. And the old one has like a has a little hump right when you get on the throttle. It's 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 got a, a pickup. Yep. I don't want to call it snap. It's just power. Just, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It, it, yeah, and it, it, it's it's drivable, but it has power. Then it kind of it kind of has has a dip, has another little pickup in the mid, and then there's a pickup at the upper mid. And this is the one I struggle with because it picks up, and it makes you it feels like it's going to run out of power, and it makes you want to shift. But you can rev it even farther. Yep. There's 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 more power after that. Where imagine if you took that power delivery and you just smoothed it out all the way through. That's what I feel the new one does. And where it's really beneficial is right off idle. When you're when you're just starting to kind of come on the power, no matter where you're out on the track, and it's almost no matter where you start coming on the power in the RPM, it's always smooth. There's never sort of this unexpected hit that it wasn't that noticeable last year. I wouldn't have said this last year until I rode these two bikes back to back. Yeah, I would uh, tend to agree. Um, the new power delivery is super smooth, it's smoother, and more linear, um, which I think kind of it's not maybe super exciting um, having the, the ups and like it's not super. It doesn't feel super fast, but I think overall it still keeps that Honda. Um, that Honda kind of oh, tendency to me to, to me it, fast. It, it's fast it it's, feels it's fast. Still fast I don't I don't get I don't get like kind of um, those 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 snaps or those pickups don't kind of excite me because yeah. I, I actually feel how fast I'm moving and a yeah. lot of times you know especially when the track degrades and it gets hard pack or slick that spins yep. it doesn't grab traction 
and and when it kind of does something different from my wrist, I just the, the bike felt engine felt more lively, yet not snappy, and yeah. and and it just it filled in the space and really good. The big thing, the big thing that really helped is the hydraulic clutch is really really good. Now, we don't have a lot of time on it to start talking about durability and how the thing lasts, but um, I was using the clutch. I don't use the clutch a lot, but I was going around the track a gear high where I was doing it more on purpose to test the clutch and i was really happy with the control um the the lever pull is it it's it's just a tad lighter than what the cable felt like and the engagement and everything i thought was was excellent so and that's been i don't have a problem with the motocross bikes like i say I don't use them that much in the motocross bikes on the off-road bikes i did and and I, you know i struggle with them but if this is an improvement and i know a lot of other people had problems with the honda clutches uh it, I think it's going to be a big improvement if the durability really holds up. Yeah, I was uh, super impressed with you. I'm not a huge hydraulic clutch fan. Uh, I ride a KTM, but I still prefer, I tend to prefer um, a good cable clutch, but the Honda hydraulic clutch really impressed me today. Yeah, it is good. And then and then another thing that was really good was the shifting. Yep. I was doing a lot of shifting, wide open, no clutch, just, just yep. rifling through the transmission, and it was, it was happy. I think, you know, gear ratios seemed like they were good. Uh, but there is one problem with the power delivery. I noticed, and I think a lot of other people did too, and you mentioned it also, yep. there's like a little hiccup right off the bottom. Yep. So at low RPM, kind of bigger throttle openings, and we couldn't tell whether it was rich or lean, uh, it, it has this little pop, or, and it's it's like bad jetting. Yep. And, and it's it's it was noticeable, and that's something that we're going to work on fixing. Uh, and then I also played around a lot with the modes, and I found myself... A very happy riding around in the aggressive mode and the stock mode is good the mode number two which is the mellow one I didn't care for it I didn't yep. see any reason for it in all honesty so um, and the reason I like the aggressive mode is that I'm, I'm a little bit heavier I'm about 20 pounds heavier than I used to be and that weight actually mellows the power out enough to where the the, the aggressive mode isn't as as aggressive and it allows me to ride a gear high I'm finding this on all the bikes yep. It allows me to ride a gear high and pull out of the turn without having to use as much clutch. Where if I'm in the standard mode, I have to clutch it a little bit or I need to be a gear lower. And that's why I'm not using the aggressive mode to, quote, get a more aggressive power. I'm using it to pull me out of the turn a little bit better. Yeah, I, uh, I tend to agree with you there. Even though I'm more, I'm at 40, 50 pounds lighter. I feel like when I ride the aggressive mode, you got to ride it, you got to respect it a little more. Ride it more like a 450 where you ride, I ride a gear high. Try to be smoother on the throttle, um, smoother with my lines. Whereas mode one actually preferred, to, at least today, um, traction was really good. But I preferred mode one, and I kind of rode it almost like a 250F. Um, I tried to ride it a little more aggressive and kind of I wasn't wasn't uh, kind of revving it more revving than it torquing more, yes. it. Yeah. Yes. And and that's that's the other thing that the bike is it's the, like I said the engine's more lively. Yep. It it kind of. It's just freer. Uh, felt like a little bit. Well, it definitely was a little bit less compression braking. And if you decide to ride it like a 250, where the old Honda did not like that. No, you couldn't it, do it. it, it yeah, kind of. It was it was almost too powerful to yep. do it in a lot of spots, or it felt like it. Yep. Where this one, it's it's a little more like the KTM and the Husky, where where they that you can you can ride them a little bit more like a 250F or a 350. Yep. You know that kind of that kind of power and stuff. So overall, I think they did a pretty good job. Um, and, and we'll talk about how this ties into the whole package because I think yes. that's uh, pretty critical. On to the suspension. Yep. Um, what did you, where were you on that? Overall, I was really impressed. Um, I'm kind of on the lighter side being at like 160 pounds. So 450s in general have always been a little stiffer for me. Um, but today, 
I kind of I jumped on. We set the sag at like 105 millimeters, and I rode it quite a bit in stock. And then I ended up stiffening up the fork one click in the compression just to help kind of ride a little higher in the stroke. And I was totally happy today. Yeah. So I'm I'm always fidgety at Glen Helen, and yeah. I kind of and especially with Hondas, I'm I'm always like clicking here, clicking here, trying to find this magic setting. It's the what I've been doing with every other bike I've ridden out here this year, and. We, we basically added three turns of uh, spring preload, which brought it for me at, 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 you know, hot it was like 100, 101, which meant it was 105, 100, 105 to 107 when it was cool, like yep. depending when you set the sag. The recommended was kind of 107 today, they said. And uh, so we're difference between us is three turns of spring preload. I hopped on that bike. I didn't want to touch the suspension. It's so strange. I mean, I'm like, wow, it's really happy. And the first thing that came to my head is like, you know, because I, I saw the show guys there. I'm like, is this Kayaba stuff? Yeah. And that's a compliment. That's yes. not a that's not a slam. And what the show stuff felt like to me is is they got this initial bump compliance that they haven't had. Now, granted, Glen Helen was not its normal brutal, no. especially late in the afternoon stuff. Yes. So it was great today. Yeah. Um, but it still it got it got choppy. I stayed out longer than anybody and was hitting bumps on purpose to feel it. But the initial bump compliance is really good. It still had that excellent control that show always has. But it, it might have been just like tapered off just a little bit so not being so stiff and really good bottom users i did not bottom this bike once nope. today and there were some cupped things in the bottoms of landings and that's usually uh, a bit of an issue so you know kudos to them for getting getting that feel and i asked the show guys and i i didn't want to be mean but i said hey it felt like kiava stuff which is and and maybe i don't you know who knows if that's a direction or i'm sure it's a target because yep. everybody talks about how good you know yamaha suspension is so this this setting um like I, like I said, didn't click it. Yeah, no, I was super impressed. Um, you know, typically I'm not a 450 guy, and the suspension never really, I can never get set up, but today it worked really good right out of the box. Yeah. And now we're going to roll into the handling. This is where I think this bike, this is the key to it. So they, their big push on this, they've went, they've gone from, what was their old one? Like ultimate hole shot or, yep. or yeah, something, something like, like that. Something like that. They've gone past the start straightaway. Now <laughs> they've gotten off of that. And, and now they're into the turning. They're, the they're, really, turn. they're really pumping the, the turning character of this bike. The first thing I noticed when I hopped this bike was the light feel. It yep. felt light to me. And, and I have, I have this elephant brain remembering every bike that I've ridden and I'm going, wow, this thing feels really light. Like, and you even kind of said 350. Yeah, almost, yeah, it feels like a 350. Yeah, almost. you had this, and in, in, in the KTMs are always the really light-feeling bikes. It's a good target to be looking at in that direction. So I go, it's really light, and and then I'm trying to figure out where is it where is it better and different. And lucky I rode the old bike, because we talked a little bit about in the steering, the steering uh, feel, the weight feel on the bars is the same, 20 to 21. But it's that foot peg feel. It's that steering through the foot pegs, kind of the side to side, and the way the rear end of the bike feels. Like if you're going to go off a jump and you're going to kick the rear end out, I don't do that. But you know, <laughs> if if you were to kick it out, yeah. I did a little bit just for shits and giggles. Um, it's it's a lighter feel. It just the bike is more nimble and and with the the easier to control power and the suspension that's a little bit plusher and a little bit more supple. That whole thing, it just it feels like there's less rigidity in the chassis. Yes. The tuning they've done, you know, it's a slightly longer fork. Um, it's a slightly softer shock, from what I'm told. Just everything they've done has kind of altered the the bike, and it's 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 a good package. I think that's the the key. It's it's almost like Honda. They've always had really good individual components. Yes. And it's like somehow it comes together, and it's like ah, these guys didn't talk. Yeah. 
to each other. And it's like now it's no. somehow somehow either they magically work together yeah. or they really worked on getting everything to work together. No, it feels like the whole package is designed to work together, not one guy is trying to get the best for him, but it might not might throw something else off. Everything works really good together. And and I I could see if you made a lot of power, if you if you made this motor jerkier, more aggressive, it could upset yep. the rest of the the rest of the bike. So um and then the clutch adds an element of control. Yeah. You, you know, so that's 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 working towards it. I thought the brakes um, were just average. Yep. But just average is fine. You yeah. know, they're they're not overly strong. You you know, the rear wasn't touchy. This is a problem I had in the Kawasaki that kind of you know just is, is, now these bikes are so good. Little things can kind of set you off, and it's not that you won't get used to that by riding it a little bit. You know, if you rode the Kawasaki all the time, you would your foot would learn to be a little ginger with. Yeah. Like this bike, it just seems like it's it's it, it has a lot of potential to make a lot of people happy. And which is the old that's the way the old Honda works. Yes. You just hopped on them and they fit like a glove. And it seems like they kind of went off in these different directions that made them a little bit more polar and this bike feels like it's really kinda kinda centered again. Yeah. So um ergonomics like the the rider triangle didn't change that felt really good yep felt uh, good to me too uh i'm still a little so i didn't like the little hiccup on the bottom yep uh i don't like honda's buttons i like, hate it <laughs> like like the, the the traction control <laughs> and the modes like give me a button i can just push once and yes. it changes on the fly please yep. i don't i don't care if i only get two maps because yep. i don't even need that second mellow map yeah but i want a button that i can do on the fly um the traction control for me was kind of useless because it only felt like it was working in the first maybe quarter to half a throttle. That's not when I need traction control. Yeah. I need traction control when I've screwed it on a little bit too much and and it you know it starts up the face of a jump or yeah. something or whatever. You know, and I want that to be dialable, not the first quarter of my wrist. Yeah. So I think they've kind of missed the boat. We're gonna do a little more investigating on that and see if that's something that's alterable through the HRC tuning tool. Same with our little hiccup off the thing. And you had this happen, and I had it happen also. Our bike, a couple times, did not want to start. It's almost like the battery lost amps. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it lost some cranking amps. And it was hot today. Yep. And I don't know, and it was after I'd done a couple starts, and I stopped and was resetting the camera, and it was like, and you tipped over. Yeah. You know, lack of balance, right? Yeah, uh, I ran out of talent. Yeah. <laughs> just a slow tip over. Yep, just a slow tip and over, but enough. Hopped up, and then bike, you know, same thing. And yeah. what took? minute or so or it probably took at least a minute or two of fidgeting um i tried like hitting the kill switch and the starter at the same time and then hitting the starter just to reset just something the, yeah. and then eventually after a while i just i tapped the electric starter button twice super quick yeah. and then i hit it to start it and it started right up yeah and i tried everything yeah because uh, it happened to me twice and like i said i was resetting cameras when i was doing it, and it did sound kind of these these funny things but we don't know if it's just a our battery or it's heat you know battery got hot yeah. whatnot but those are kind of the two uh you know the, the little glitch the buttons and the the things but other than that i mean you know we're digging to to, yeah. to pick on stuff so uh, and th there is no Kickstarter, so so we're going to have somebody go race it this weekend and hopefully they don't stall or tip over and that it doesn't become a problem because I'd hate to have somebody lose points because of that, but it's all in the name of testing and we'll, yeah. we'll get to the bottom of it. And ours bike was the only one that did that particular thing. We, yeah. we were watching and asked everybody. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, it's a pretty, I think they've kind of hit a home run with this thing. Yeah. I was really impressed. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the older generation Honda 450. Um, but for me, this is more, 
like the older Can bike. Can I get you off a of Yamaha? That's the real question. It might. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I say it might. I think the older 450 was more at a very specific target market. Whereas yeah. this could be is more broad and can be like more like the everyman's bike. Um, I, I I agree more totally. It just seems like it's opened up. It's it's going to make a lot of guys yes um, happier. It, you know it is lighter. It feels lighter. It's lighter on the scale. All that stuff like that. Um, Honda durability has generally always been really good. Yep. You know we're going to test. We'll we'll hammer the clutch and do all the stuff yep. that we need to do to see where it's at. That's why I've got the bike and uh, we'll get you all this information and more in the full test. So. If you enjoyed this, share this with a friend. Um, we're trying to give you the best information out there because we take this testing stuff serious. It isn't a, uh, a hobby for us anymore. So share uh, at dirtbiketest.com on all the social stuff, um, www.dirtbiketest.com on the webs, and we will see you out at the track or on the trail. So for uh, Trevor Hunter, I'm Jimmy Lewis, and we will talk to you in the short future.